Assalamu alaikum and welcome to our 22nd episode of ABC Islam and our 19th episode of our very exciting season, Ramadan Ready. We are two Muslim sisters talking about the ABCs of Islam all the way to XYZ. Today we're going to be talking about keeping good company and we're hopefully going to be answering the questions about what is good company, some Islamic examples of good companionship in the past and also on how to get a good companion because keeping good company is one of the advisors that we did say in our top 10 advices for young Muslims uh, podcast episode and I feel like it can be a little bit hard to find good company in this day and age but I definitely think that we should look out for one and we should know exactly what makes a good company and yeah so over here I have my Muslim sister Uh, how have you been? Alhamdulillah I've been amazing and what about you? Alhamdulillah, I've been pretty good as well. And if you would like to know more about us, please check out our trailer or alternatively description box below. And obviously, description box also contains some free gifts, how you can contact us, where you can follow us, and all those juicy information. So check it out. So we're going to be talking about keeping good company, as we've said. And the first question that I'd like to ask my sister um, is, what is good company? So this came in the right time because I thought that I was literally watching a lecture um, during the Fajr time today and it came up what makes a good friend or what are the qualities of a good friend and some of the things that I've derived from that lecture and that one of the com- one of the qualities that I found was intelligence. Now, I know that some of us cannot find, you know, friends that are like, you know, really um, intelligent and stuff, but I definitely think if you have someone who is more intelligent than us, then they can bring much more knowledge to us that we don't know and that will make us in the same level as them so I think that having an knowledgeable friend or an intelligent friend or someone who only talks about things that are very relevant into their society and they want you to like you know get involved in those topics and stuff instead of talking about which celebrity did what last night or you know how many football goals happened you know yesterday or something like that 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 information is very useless sometimes and and I'm not ashamed to say that but it's very useless and we don't have to know what celebrity did what but some people do that but I think that a stimulating and a very intelligent friend is what we need in today's society to keep ourselves in good company second thing that I found from that lecture was definitely as someone who is not greedy or selfish in their own ways so for example if they need some help from you they you know you give all of your help and energy and time and everything but when you need your their help you know they'd be like no no no, I don't have time to do this um actually I'm very busy and uh, unless they have no you know no advantage out of this they will not help you so for example maybe for example I think my sister has mentioned once upon a time that you know she used to have a friend um who used to be always stuck up with her but um whenever there was something that that was going to benefit her then she would get involved in it and that's very bad and that's very greedy and selfish uh, of that person but um I know that it's very hard to distinguish and find some kind of friends who are not going to find that. But the third quality that I want to talk about that makes a good company or a good friend is definitely the someone who is very honest and keeps up their promises. So um, someone who is honest is obviously going to talk about good things and truthful things and 
And you can test this out very easily. So for example, let's say, you know, you tell them, oh, um, yeah, I'm sure you're going to be at nine o'clock tomorrow in your office or something like that to do something. And then the next day they'll be like, no, actually, I can't really come. And unless they gave a good reason why they didn't come, I think that they were just lying and not being honest. So yeah, so these are the three uh, qualities that I found from that lecture. So firstly is intelligence, someone who is very intelligent, someone who is not greedy, and someone who is very honest and keep up their promise. What about you? Um, I definitely agree with your points, um, and I think that it's actually hard. It's actually hard to find a friend who has all these three characteristics in this day and age because you know it's just like a lot of people might not want to be honest. A lot of people might not feel like you know um, very. They might not be uh, like always selfless, which you know it can be hard. But I think we should try our best. Um, so for me, I think that good company is not only about friends, good company is also your family and, you know, the people you stay with, because I know that we cannot always control who we're living with. But if you have a family that is obviously, for example, very religious, or they have lots of iman, then you will obviously feel more uh, attracted to the religion. And that is also good company. So even if you don't have many friends in school or wherever you go, but you have a good company at home, it's still a very good advantage. But I definitely think that we should still try to make good friends that are outside of our families as well, if we can. And, you know, it's your choice. But like, I feel like it is also very, very hard to find good company nowadays of someone who is actually Muslim and religious, um, especially as I go to an all-girls school. And I actually, majority of my school, I would say are Muslim, but... I don't actually find that many people that actually like devoted Islam. So they, I mean, I'm not judging anyone, but it is kind of judging because like they are not very religious, if you get what I mean. So um, I feel like in this day and age, it can be hard. So if you can't absolutely find any Muslim or religious, Muslim religious person who tries to refrain you from the evil acts, uh, then you should definitely go for someone who's non-Muslim. But as long as they don't make you do any evil acts and they have good characteristics like the ones my sister has said. So if you can't find a Muslim religious person, you can go with a non-Muslim. But, you know, it's just better to have a Muslim so that they can also advise you about the religion. But for me, I think that good company is someone who makes you refrain from evil acts, as I've said already. And the second characteristic that I think they have is that they spread good character because usually, especially the people who are Muslim and religious, they generally have a good character. But as I said, if you, even if you find a non-Muslim who's very nice to you and they're very supportive and they basically have the characteristics of a Muslim, even if they're not if, even if they don't call themselves a Muslim, that's still good. So spreading good character will also teach you some manners and you'll want to be kind to everyone else because others are being kind to you. And also I feel like uh, a characteristic of a good company or a good friend is that they also don't pressure you into doing evil acts or things that you find uncomfortable. Obviously in this day and age, it's definitely much more easier to find a friend who will tell you to party than uh, to find a friend who will actually tell you to go and praise Zohar. So I know it's hard, but a good company is someone who will not pressure you into doing evil acts and it's just best to have someone who doesn't do those evil acts themselves because then they can't really tell you to do the evil acts if that makes sense so yeah those are my characteristics of what good company is 
I think the point about, you know, having a good character is so essential, not just for, um, you know, a friend, but also if you're going to be finding some of other partner and stuff, that's very, very relevant. Um, then we're going to be talking about now the, some of the Islamic examples of good companionship. So who did you think had good companionship in the Islamic history? Well, I actually have two examples. The first one is um, Musa and Harun, peace be upon them. And obviously, if you don't know the story, um, Musa and Harun, peace be upon them, they were both prophets and they were actually both brothers. And I feel like they have a very good companionship because, number one, when they actually went to Fir'aun um, to tell him to actually worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is actually sometimes much more better to go with someone else. So Musa wasalam, had the support of Harun, um, especially. Um, you should actually a friend should be someone who also tries to help you in your weaknesses because Musa wasalam, didn't have a clear speech so I guess Harun wasalam, could help him in that so a friend is someone who can also help you in your weaknesses and that's what Harun peace be upon him did by like maybe like speaking certain things that Musa peace be upon him struggled in and also, I feel like they definitely supported each other during the journey that they took with the Bani Israel, and they both had faith in each other. Like, you know, whenever maybe Harun peace be upon him would be scared, Musa Ali Wasam would be like, keep faith in Allah. So that's definitely a very, very good uh, characteristic of a friend. And however, I would also like to say that good company is not always going to be 100% perfect because you might now be thinking that, oh, my good friend needs to be 100% perfect with me all the time. But do remember that we are all human beings and just just like that, Musa wasalam, once when uh, Harun, when he had to go, when Musa wasalam, had to go and fast for 40 days, um, Harun, peace be upon him, had the task of guiding the Bani Israel. But because there was actually an evil man, I think his name was Samiri, and he actually made an idol and people started doing idol worshipping in Bani Israel, which is obviously haram. Um, Musa wasalam, started um like, you know, blaming Harun peace be upon him and telling him, why didn't you guide these Bani Israel? And Harun peace be upon him tried to, it tried his, to be, tried his best to defend himself. Um, but Musa Al-Wassam got pretty angry. He dragged his beard, dragged him across. But then he apologized. And that clearly shows that even if you have an argument with your friend, you should apologize and just make it up. And your friend is not going to be 100% perfect with you all the time. But try your best to be that good companion. And the second quick example I would like to give, um, as I've said, good company is not only about friends, it's also about the people you live with or your blood related with. And the example that I have is about Ayub Aliwasalam and his wife. They're a very good example of companionship because Ayub Aliwasalam actually was sick and he lost everything. He lost his health, wealth, children, everything. And those people who are with him at the successful times, they all left except his wife, or I, that's what I've seen so um, Ayub Ali Wasalam and his wife stay together in the hard times and a good company is someone who stays with you even in the hard times so those are my Islamic examples I think those examples are very relevant, especially about the brothers and, you know, husband and wife. But I also think that one companionship that cannot be denied and we can't really make this podcast without mentioning is the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and Abu Bakr, uh, peace be upon him as well. Because we all know how close these two people were with together. They were all in together in, during the hardship, during the good times, during the bad times. And they, they basically shared everything together. And the reason why I also think that this is the best companionship that you can ever find is because as we know Abu Bakr peace be upon him used to love the prophet so much peace be upon him that I also heard in one of the hadith that um 
when Abu Bakr was, you know, stung by a very poisonous spider or something on his left foot or something, uh, and the Prophet was sleeping on his lap, um, he did not move, even though it was paining him so much that he was, that he was literally tears were coming out of his face. And once it dropped on the Prophet Sallallahu face, uh, those tears, then, then only the Prophet took action and, you know, moved himself and stuff. And that shows how much love um, Abu Bakr, peace be upon him, used to have for the Prophet. And another example, another aspect of this companionship that I want to talk about is wealth. So Abu Bakr, peace be upon him, was, of course, very, wealthy and you know the prophet you'd, would use his wealth to you know do good things not bad things but good things for example freeing slaves and etc so this kind of shows that a friend is someone who when you don't have something and your friend offers to help you with their things that they might have they might not be the most expensive of the things they might not have abundant of wealth but they still want to help you with whatever they have and do good things with you that shows how good companionship it is and I think that we should definitely be inspired from this companionship but the other one that I want to talk about quickly is Khidr and Musa alayhi salam's um journey or kind of like a small trip that they had about knowledge even though Musa salam was given you know the, the Torah which was the most knowledgeable and most highly comprehensive book that it was given by Allah at the time um, he was still lacking some knowledge and he had to gain that from Khidr and he did that and I don't really want to talk about the story because it's quite too long but um, that showed that even though you might think that you're a very knowledgeable person about this thing there might be someone else who might be more knowledgeable and this goes back to my point about intelligence so we have to find people that are more intelligent than us to tell us that we might have something missing in our knowledge and I think that this companionship was a really good example of where we should be striving to be good companions with people that are much more knowledgeable than us and can bring more news to us in the table and this brings us to our last question actually of our podcast episode which is how to get a good companion well, that is probably what all of you guys have been asking is because obviously like we might have known all these characteristics of a good companion, but now we actually want to know how can we get this good companion that can help us and support us. And I definitely think that I have a few tips for this. So the first tip that I would give in order to actually get a good companion is that you want to actually develop yourself into a good companion. Because, for example, if you are looking for a partner for marriage, and let's say you want your partner to be, uh, you know, very active, or you want them to be very religious, or you want them to be very good looking, um, you might want these characteristics for your marriage partner. Well, you have to develop yourself first um, to those characteristics that you want for your partner, so that your partner also gets attracted to you, if that makes sense. So that is why the teen teenage years especially if you're a young muslim watching this podcast or listening to this podcast then you will basically you should understand that these are the teenage years for you to develop yourself and to like learn skills and obviously not just for a partner but like for yourself to develop skills for yourself and gain knowledge so that is definitely something you have to do in order to get a good companion for marriage but also for you know just as friends and for yourself as well 
and I think that this will definitely inshallah attract other people to be maybe like you and they would maybe want to be friends with you um, to like you or because they find a common interest and um, just like that for example I wanted to also mention that Musa and Harun peace be upon them they basically kept a balance like if you as I said before like they um, you know Musa was very straightforward and Harun peace be upon him was more soft so you might want to have that balance so if there is anything that you maybe are lacking in or you know you maybe you want to you have a weakness maybe your friend could be that one to help you but first you should develop yourself and work hard just like Musa Aliwaslam, he did work hard for his speech he didn't just think that oh Harun peace be upon him is gonna solve it for me no you have to develop yourself and don't just fully rely on your friend you have to like be independent as well but a friend is really nice to have and the second thing I wanted to say um, a second way of getting a good companion is obviously to pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala especially as I've said in this day and age it can be hard to find a Muslim religious friend who can guide you to Islam or make you feel more connected to Islam and I think that if you are finding it difficult you obviously have to pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from my personal experience I actually moved from uh, one school to another and I go to an all-girls school as I've said uh, or maybe as I said um, and you know when I came like um, there were some people who were like friends with me but then I felt like you know I was kind of gonna kind of be a little bit alone in the school but then later on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually made two new girls join into the school and now they're my really good friends so I definitely think that you should um, just keep patient and pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he can send anyone from anywhere or he can change one person maybe you have one person who's really bad right now and they might become religious or you know they might actually be um, wanting to be friends with you later and the third tip that I would give on how to get a good companion is to actually have goals or interests for others to be attracted to you. So what this means is that, as I said before, in order to make friends, a common way of making friends is obviously by having a common interest. So you need to actually make sure that you uh, have interests for yourself. So, for example, you need to see that, okay, actually, I really like maths, for example, and you might actually then attract other people in your maths class who also really, really like maths and you might become friends with them. So so you need to have a strong mindset of where you want to go and you might attract others that you know want to go in the same field as you or they like similar things to you so that's definitely a very very good way of making friends but now I have pretty good friends I would say because I kind of followed these tips if that makes sense sort of so how about you how do you think that you can get a good companion so as you've already mentioned what to do or like what to do basically before getting a companion I'm going to be talking about specifically uh, what would, how can you know that what, whoever you have in front of you is going to be a good companion or is one or is not so I have three tips for that so the first thing that I can say is that see how much they remind you of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this does not mean they have to give you a hadith or a reminder or Quranic verse and share it with you in the text messages like every hour or you know tell you like oh Oh, sister, sister, did you did you hear this Quranic verse or something like that? No, it doesn't have to be that way. What we mean by saying this is that um, it could be someone, for example, like let's say it's 1 p.m. right now and the whole time has, you know, the azan has been called and, that, and you forgot that you have to pray and then your friend tells you, you know, oh, shall we go and pray together Zohar or something like that? And they remind you of these little things and they remind you to make sure that you pray as well with them. So in that way, they remind you of Allah as well and they don't want you to miss that prayer as well. So I definitely think this is one of the first things that we should look at when we get someone that we're contacting and we're getting to know.
and seeing how seeing how much they remind you of Allah it's definitely a good sign second uh, way that you can find out if you have a good companion is see how much they encourage you or discourage you and how much positive or negative energy they give you out and allow you to consume so if there's someone who is always giving you negative energy and they're telling you how bad they day was or how their family has been breaking down or they're giving you always a negative information all the time and they want you to get consumed in that guess what you're going to be also in a very negative energy you're going to be always stressed you're not going to be in a happy mood you're not going to be doing your best at your own things and performing your best and spending good time with your family as well so i definitely think to see if someone who is giving you very negative energy that should be a person that you should be staying away from and instead opt for someone who gives you good energy and gives you good advices and makes you feel happy and keep you smiling and the third one that I want to talk about is see if they you know keep the promises and they're honest and this goes back to one of the qualities that I talked about before which is to be honest um, I know that's very hard in this day and age to keep promises you know I can say oh I'm gonna be there at five but then you end up being a 505 or something like that like that that can happen but if it's for big things for example let's say you know you plan something very important and it really matters to you and that friend said yeah I will contribute and I will come in that place to help you but then in the last minute they just say oh no i had to do something else and if it's reasonable that obviously you know you can forgive that but if it's this is happening constantly that's when it should be a red flag for you to consider because a promise is something that you made mutually together and it shouldn't be something that should be broken easily and it is all about honesty and if they keep breaking the promises guess what they're never ever going to be honest with you um, if they allow keep allowing this to happen to you all the time I definitely agree with your points and how to get a good companion. I think both of our tips are quite useful if you want to get a good companion. So yeah, that's basically our tips on um, everything. Like we hopefully answered all the questions. I think we did. So I actually am going to be uh, telling you a verse or a hadith uh, from Al-Bukhari. And uh, I believe that the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, if you wish to mention the faults of your friends, mention your own faults and I end quote so this clearly shows that if you you in, in order to make a good friend you need to actually um know how to talk because sk uh, the skill of talking and interacting with others is really really important so you need to actually maybe research and really look at how people or especially the prophet muhammad peace be upon him actually interacted with others because if you see that then you'll actually realize that in order to make a good friend you need to know how to talk you need to know how to support them and just so that they will learn the same from you and they might do the same thing to you so um in order to for example to um say or correct your friend for instead of saying that oh my god you're so bad at maths let's say so tell them that you know I don't you know I might not be the best at uh, English but you know I think that um, you know I might not be the best at English but like I think that maybe you should you could improve in maths as well say it respectfully like this like that, that was just an example but say it respectfully like this and the skill of talking will allow you to build stronger friendships with each other inshallah so alhamdulillah we have come to the end of our wonderful episode today we really hope that inshallah you've learned something new also if you did not know we're trying our best to inshallah post a new episode every day of ramadan here on abc islam if you're excited please 
please subscribe or follow us on our podcast platforms such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Most platforms are free and you don't even need to log on. Please make sure to check out the description box below where we have some free gifts where you can contact us and also follow us on Instagram. So it is definitely very, very useful to go and check that out. Jazakallah khair for listening. May Allah bless us all and we will inshallah see you next time. Assalamu alaikum.